Welcome to the Mastering Retention Podcast, presented by UserWise, where we talk to top mobile game experts about their experiences running successful games. My name is Mike, and I work on the marketing team here at UserWise. This week, Diego Diaz-Perez, Monetization Manager at WeWoo, takes Tom Hammond behind the scenes of ad monetization. They'll discuss how ad monetization works, how to grow your ad revenue, and how to get more ad views from your players. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to today's episode of the Mastering Retention Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Hammond, co-founder of UserWise, and uh, I'm really excited to be here with uh, my buddy, Diego Diaz, today. Um, and Diego, it's been Hello. a while. Yeah, it's so great to have you on. Been a little while since we've uh, last gotten to chat, but I'm, I'm super excited that now we're actually doing it on a podcast, so I get to share your knowledge with the world. So I always enjoy our chats and stuff. But yeah, you know, before I get sidetracked and dive into everything. Um, I always like to kind of start these with, you know, what's your story? Like, how did you well, get to where you are? And like, how did you get to working in games? Yeah, nice, nice question. Nice question, man, I think. Uh, I remember in the beginning of my history here in the mobile industry game, in, in gaming, uh, I started found uh, my company, my own company in 2016 more or less when I was super down and I remember the first this it is it's not a company honestly because it's like a project when I remember these times like was really hard and the first the first episode was super super a failure and I remember that we spent like six seven months to develop a really big game but obviously we are only two partners in the company in the beginning and it's completely was completely impossible and I remember a lot of frustration for this episode but I have a, a really good memories really fun moments too it's 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 quite nice and when I when when my my first fail in the in the video game industry i met uh, uh, my other partners and i remember when when we start with the first conversation it's like okay we fail with the first um, try i don't know and the other guys that we met uh, they they um, fail too with with their project and this is good approach because we are losers in the in the first in the first project but we we decide uh, put all the forces together and this is the moment that we found Corona Studios this is my first company that I work and I found and I'm co-founder of of Corona Studios right now I'm not working in Corona uh, actively, but Coron is it's a company that right now is is active. Have I don't know seven employees, six employees. My my partner, I my it's my really close friend. Right now is the CEO of the company, and he he has super nice person, and the company is growing year by year. But this is more or less the the, the beginning of my history. Uh, I think we, I have a lot of history with Coron because we start we started from scratch, and we we made made a lot of errors a lot of fails but we learned a lot with this adventure and later more or less one year ago i decided that quorum for me 
by my stage, my episode in Corona was was finished, and I need I needed in this moment of my personal life, in my professional career, I needed to to a change, and I I changed to my work for Superscale. I work in Superscale. This is a growth company, a growth agency in the mobile. Completely specialized in mobile gaming, and yep. we and they they help a lot and big companies, big studios, big clients, and was super nice experience. And I spent uh, more or less nine months working with with Superscale, but but um, two months ago, more or less three months ago, I decided all the time in my life changed my 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 work because right now I'm working in another startup. Uh, ah. One of yes, uh, my feelings are really, but it's not my my company. And right now, the company that I'm working on it's is called Wigu, and it's a more or less new company. And we are a super ambitious project. Like we try to uh, acquire in different apps and games in the in the in the market. We bought we buy the to buy the 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 games, and we. Mm, we try to grow this this game in our portfolio, but it's not a publisher. It's like we try to buy the the games, and the games are for the owners uh, uh, are in our or 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 our side, and we try to work in all the stuff here in house. This is super super good model because we try to look to to discover different opportunities in the market. And try to put the the money and take all the risks for for our for our side and try yeah. to to believe in our, our model and try to grow it. Uh, this Very is cool. nice. Yes, the project is super nice. It's in Las Palmas in, in Canary Island right now. I'm here. Uh, this is. Uh, other stage of my life, I change everything. I start from here, <laughs> from scratch here, and the company is like a lot of good people, good professionals with a lot of ambition, motivation, and I like, I love it. This, I love this, 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 this feelings. That's awesome, man. Couldn't stay away from the uh, the startup zone too long. I, I feel you on that. Well, I I know that there were a few things that we wanted to talk about, but um, one of the things that I thought would be particularly interesting for a lot of folks that are listening is uh, kind of starting with. Uh, monetization or specifically ad monetization and yeah. kind of the paradigm of, of how it works. Um, like, I think people kind of have maybe an outward grasp of stuff, but there's maybe like three core layers to it, probably, probably yeah, more, exactly. but you've got like your advertisers, your publishers and like mediation. Like, could you yeah. just like take me through like who those groups of people are and how it kind of plays together within the yes. ad monetization ecosystem? Yeah, I think the question is super awesome because the in ad monetization stuff is a little bit different. It's like the profile of the people or the mindset. You need to understand what is the, the players and exactly that did you say is like we in one of the hands we have the publishers, we have the in other parties the mediation and the other are the advertising, not what's it or the ad networks, I like to, to call ad networks. And regarding the for example, I think in the profile of, of monetization management regarding more focus in ad monetization, I think that you need to have a really business mindset because in my opinion, we have two important parts in this, in this kind of work. One of them is the creative, the creative part and you can, you can improve your game and you can improve your experience of your game, deliver more good ads for your players because honestly, in right now in the mobile industry, the players like 
watch ads, if you have a good rewards, if you make the you make good placement in the user experience of the game, probably your players will be happy with these ads. This is one of the parts of monetization. And you need to, to understand what is the, the best way you can to, you can analyze the, com the competitors. And right now it's super creative, super creative work because I see this this last year, you can see new new strategies every day and a lot of super smart people try to innovate a lot in this way. And in other hand, we have the other part, the more technical, I think, or more technical stuff or more business probably. Um, if you are for, I, I want to talk about when you are a publisher or when you are, you have a game in your hands and you need yeah. to manage this part, like a monetization manager, um, you need to have really clear what is the ecosystem. One of the, one of the parts of this ecosystem is the ad networks. That networks uh, is the, the, the part of this ecosystem that will pay you the money, honestly, this is the, 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 the people that both going to pay uh, for, for your ads. Other part is the mediation. Mediation is important to say that it's technology. It's like, it's not, it's like, it's a service. It's a technology that can manage your, your ad networks. You can handle this and you can put, I like to say, put different rules in your, in your bidding system because this ecosystem is a little bit complex and it's not like, okay, I'm going to put an ad and this ad is like one euro for, for this app, always the same for all the people that watch these ads in the, in the app. No, you need to, to understand that this is a bidding system and the different ad networks bid or bet for this, for this uh, placement. Mm -hmm. And you need the technology to, to manage everything. This is the mediation. And you need to, to have connection with the mediation. You, got, you need to know what is the different ways. For example, what is the waterfall model? This is the one more or less the more standard, but right now it appears other models like, for example, open bidding or different models that you need to understand what, how it works. And the other part are the, the, the publishers. The, the, the publisher that uh, put the, this technology in the games and try to optimize this. The, I think this is more or less the, the, the overall vision of, of, the, <laughs> of the market. But yeah, in my opinion, the part of, for example, in that network, you need to have a really business, business mindset. You have need to have contact with them. It's super important. I, I always recommend for new indie developers to try to, to reach in, I don't know, looking in, in LinkedIn on different things, try to connect with account managers of the different networks because it's super, super useful. Probably they, they can bring some value. They can teach you what is the best way to manage the ad networks because it's not a super easy for the people get documentation or get good articles about that and it's more for in my experience it's more try to test something and you learn about different tests ab ab testing methodology this is the, the way that i learn and i try to optimize everything so maybe a question that I've kind of had for a while is how does the money actually like flow through the ecosystem? So um, 
maybe let's just focus on, let's say Facebook right now. So I'm going to put it as the lens of I'm going to buy an ad on Facebook and let's pretend I have a $1 CPI. I also happen to be a publisher that has, let's pretend just Facebook, you know, rewarded video ads kind of integrated or something. Um, How does the money flow? Like if I'm spending a dollar in Facebook, how much of that like ends up as my yes you know pocket as a publisher or whatnot how much is like facebook taking out of there a lot of people have this question honestly because for example to i i remember today i i talked with my colleague here and we were like okay what is the the the, what is the money movement from the the people that you for example you a manager that starts a campaign in facebook like you said uh, the the idea of this, you when you are monetization manager, you have different options to to manage your your ad networks. Okay, I'm going to start really really easy. Uh, imagine like uh, Iron sources the, the mediation, and you have Facebook in the in the in the SDKs or the adapters. In yeah, that, that was my next question of you know once the basic ones and you've got the mediator, how much does the mediator take out of the equation too? <laughs> The mediator is only a technology that tries to decide what is the best, the best video rewarded. Uh, so Iron, so Iron Source wouldn't get any dollars out of mediating from Facebook. Mm, no, uh, the 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 the, cor- the official the official thing is no, but the business here of the mediation, it's like they always have an ad network too. For example, Iron Source is a mediation, but always it's an ad network. And the idea here, it, and it's my opinion, it's completely subjective, the mediation have the power because it's like you, you share the different fields, you share different ads, and you have the power and you have all the, all the information. Mm. And obviously, they, they need to win money. To, they, they need to make money with this, this technology. The idea of this is try to keep some traffic exclusive for, for the platform, for the, mm. the network. But the official, it's like all the mediation try to to have the best or the most fair, the most fair way to to share the difference uh, at networks to to share the difference requests of the of the ads. But you know, I don't know exactly how is the algorithm in the in the iron source <laughs> or different mediation. Probably I, I have some hypothesis like they have some different traffic really really they want to to keep this traffic and and keep for this network Hmm. interesting so let's pretend our instance my buddy's company or my competitor's company pays a dollar to facebook goes goes through iron source supposedly they take nothing and maybe i'm ultimately paid 50 cents for that cpi download and facebook keeps maybe 50 percent of it or something like that yeah the, the think of this all the, this model is super complex because it's not it's really open it's really dark side because the the people that put campaigns in facebook don't pay for cpm they right. pay for for cpi it's it's really really important this point because the the all the facebook algorithm or google ads algorithm not only say to Facebook, it's completely automatic. And all the things, it's like optimizing automatic stuff. And we don't have any new user manager, user acquisition manager don't have the control for this. And 
monetization managers in the other side of the publishers, we don't have the control of, of the real control. And you try to, to think always that everything will be more fair possible. And if you have an ad, you try to, to get the most the best money as possible. For example, this is the idea of the open bidding uh, right now model. Open bidding is like all the networks are transparent, have transparency each other's and try to mm. share the, the different CPM, CPM, so different things and get the best at as possible in the in the moment, in the specific moment. But I honestly I don't know if it really is this is a real situation or it's only marketing stuff for the technologies. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, let's continue on. Um, so we talked about these, you know, three different groupings of players. Um, who are maybe like top, I don't know, five or 10, whoever you can rattle off the top of your head of like, you know, in terms of, you know, those groups of Different. players, just, just so I can be, you know, thinking of them or aware of them. Like who, who are those top groups? Okay, perfect. Uh, yes, I think. First of, first of all, I like uh, in, in the site of publishers, uh, the different game developers, we have a lot of different good, really good, really good developers in the ad monetization stuff. For example, I like to put the example of Idle Games. Idle Games is a super good genre to 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 get inspiration for good practices in the ads revenue a lot of different kind of games you can you can bring about the the publisher in the publisher part in the mediation part i like to to highlight the different the different technologies like for example hiring source for me honestly it's my partner and I like a lot to work with Iron Source. It's super, super user friendly. It's easy to start, and it's uh, really easy to get contact with them. And they always are really, really good people to to help you. Another one that's really big is AdMob. AdMob, obviously, it's like from Google, and it's a big, big mediation. Uh, I like uh, for for different. For example, right now in our portfolio, we have apps not gaming and for apps no gaming it's really su super interesting AdMob because have a different formats in in different format that for example ironsoft doesn't support um and for example right now the other important point in the mediation side is for example max by app loading it's a new technology more or less maybe it's one year ago or things like that uh, it's a new technology of mediation and it's really focused in open bidding I think the 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 marketing the marketing staff in in IMAX is try to decrease the time of the monetization manager spending manage the waterfall model and try to to optimize this this work. Everything is more or less automatic and it's 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 nice too. And other important and other thing in mediation, I like it to highlight, it's uh, Unity because Unity right now it's it's starting in the it's starting in the in this ecosystem, and I think in the in beta, uh, they have one mediation in 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 beta and it's super super nice. And regarding regarding at networks, I like to to, to highlight, uh, for example, obviously the most the biggest one, Facebook, AdMob, mm -hmm. uh, Iron Source Two. Uh, Unity ads. It's like 
all the big big ones have the they, they have mediation platform and at network uploading it's another really good pangle it's really nice for for that i just always recommend have pangle right it's the the the, the network of tiktok and it's growing a lot and right now it's not available in all the countries but it's super nice uh, for example for japan or for middle asia uh, markets it's super super nice and to have really good performance yeah i like it um so i have heard of some like mediation companies like i think um uh, who is it game analytics just released like what they call a completely really? agnostic mediation network and i i know uh what is it apo deal or whoever they're called yeah, now, stack yeah. um they've i don't think they've ever had their own network and they do like completely agnostic mediation or something like that like have you ever had success with something like that or you do you just find the technology and like iron source is just better honestly i i heard a lot of a lot of time difference this this kind of stuff is like we are completely agnostic because we don't have a a, a network i remember for example from a spanish company laugh cave uh, they made uh, another another mediation uh, i i know that for example game analytics or things like that but honestly i think they 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 any any of this mediation fits good in the market honestly i don't know why Probably because it's super, super hard to try to fight with Iron Source, Google AdMob, or really big players uh, in this in this industry. But you know, maybe maybe in the future, I don't think so. Honestly, I think that probably in in my is if if I bet for 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 different uh, mediation, I think uh, right now the most. Uh, important for me or caught my attention is Max from, from Uplobin. This is more or less new and I think it's growing good because Uplobin it's super big company and and it's growing a lot of different stuff. For example, they bought Adjust, uh, they try always be more and more and more bigger, bigger. And if you have more and more data, probably you have better mediation because if you are if you have the data of the of the site of the of the site of the in-app purchases or things like that, probably you can deliver better users for the advertising and the the different publishers get better better campaigns and you can optimize your money with with less with less efforts. Yeah. But but right now it's complicated to 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 try to defeat iron source, to defeat AdMob <laughs> or things like that. I think it's quite impossible. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I think if we're moving on a little bit, um, lately header bidding has kind of come up uh, a lot as like if you're not doing it already, you're you're too late. Um, but can we maybe talk a little bit about like the technical part? You know, historically with company, there's been this idea of waterfalls. So you kind of monitor what are the CPMs that I'm getting for each of my networks. And I just kind of like put them in that order. And then, you know, ideally you make the most money because if AdMop doesn't have it, then you look to Facebook that pays you a little bit less money and and so on and so forth, which definitely helped. Uh, But now there's like in-app header bidding, which as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know that much about this. um, With header bidding, at the moment that I have, I know I'm going to show a rewarded video. I basically make a call to all of the ad networks that I have out there. And they say, Hey, this user has an ad ready to be viewed. How much are you going to pay me for it? And they all send back the amount that you're going to pay. 
rather than doing the cascade where you just pick hey, if AdMob has something, you actually say, hey, AdMob has something. What are they paying? Oh, actually, Facebook's going to pay me more for this particular one. So I'm going to show the Facebook one versus the AdMob one. Um, did I kind of get that right? Yes, you are You are right with the theory, theory, theory about theoretical part you are completely right and i think uh, the waterfall model have different different strategies it's not i think probably i don't have the 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 best solution or the the best solution in the market probably different monetization managers try to manage the the waterfall in different ways and i saw a lot for example when i was in super scale uh, we we tried to help different studios with this part, with the monetization in the ad revenue and waterfall. And the, it depends of the game to try to adapt of the different networks. It depends of the the, available, the the different networks that have in the game. You can you can have more aggressive strategies or less. But the other part, like Heather bidding or open bidding, I, I, this is the, the name. Uh, it's exactly that you said. It's like, it's the theoretical part. It's like, you always get the, the best the best ads as possible in the moment that the ad is requested. Uh, honestly, I don't know exactly what's how it work in the algorithm or inner the algorithm, but mm -hmm. uh, in my in my in my opinion, uh, this is the future of the of the ad monetization. This is exactly the future, and probably waterfall model in two three years probably. Uh, it's a stop it. And right now, I think it's the the the, the, the waterfall model works because AdMob right now don't share the bidding with others with others mediation. This is the key mm -hmm. for me right now, because for example, Facebook right now you you always need to put Facebook in bidding. You can't uh, set any floors. When I started, yes, when I started, but I remember more or less one year ago, changed a lot, and you need to put Facebook only in bidding. And AdMob right now, you can set different floors that you can put in waterfall, and right now works good. Because if you if you put a lot of a lot of different floors, like really with high TPMs, I don't know why, honestly, because uh, I don't know why, but probably you feel this district distance and you can get more more money this is a more aggressive strategy but when admo for example say okay no more cpms in in our platform and you only need to put admo in bidding probably the waterfall doesn't make sense makes sense um cool thinking about header bidding um, I know, and this might not be that impactful to smaller publishers, but I know as you are starting to get larger, as you think about like your Playrix or your uh, Supercell or whatnot, um, you really want to, I mean, every player churns at, at some point, right? And so the ideal is that when this player is going to churn, they churn from Clash of Clans into Clash Royale. And when they churn from Clash Royale, they go to Brawl Stars or what, and I keep them in my, you know, ecosystem and stuff, right? Um, I, I'm forgetting the cross- uh, Promotion, internal, yeah. Yeah, uh, cross-promotion. So how do those work with this realm of header bidding? Do I basically say, hey, my cross-promotion ads are worth X and they just kind of 
compete or does it not really work with header bidding right now? I, I think right now it's not, it's not a really, uh, it's not in a standard behavior or a standard strategy in the header bidding because you don't have any control right now. You can, you only can put the, the instance and the instance it's completely, completely automatically. The good, good part of this, you decrease a lot of your efforts in, in, in the work, in the, in work because you only need to config one time and you forget it. But the, the other part is that it's super interesting that you say you don't have control about, for example, different backfills, right? Different, like when I, when the player, for example, um, watch five ads in the game, I'm going to put only the backfill of my portfolio. Mm. Uh, this is super nice strategy that you can you can make with waterfall and with different things. Right now, you can do it with some some different configuration, more complex, maybe or more more detail more more deep but when everything will be beaten or header within will be will be impossible for 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 now maybe maybe in the future i think it's a really good feature that they they can the this network or this technology needs to implement because it's really useful for the plot publishers so you kind of got to my next question which was how many ads can i actually show to a player before the cpm start to decline wow this is super super nice question super and super complex and difficult <laughs> i see a lot of yeah i see a lot of games for example when i was working in right now we have a portfolio like 120 games it's crazy and i see the different different behaviors it depends a lot of the genre of the game Depends a lot of the genre. For example, in strategy games, the ads are really valuable. Um, for example, because the players that play strategy games are really high quality players. Probably they spend a lot of money and things like that. But in hyper casual games like with uh, less retention, the I think like if you have um, ads per DAO, I think this is the KPI. The if you have five six ads per DAO, you have a really good uh, a good kpis mm. but probably more than six or seven uh it's not valuable or it's not it's not representative in the in the in the revenue how many networks or you know folks in my mediation like do i need to be able to achieve that like six or seven ad views per day and like beyond that does keep adding networks actually like you know could i get this out to maybe nine views per day or yeah, I, I think it depends uh, all, all, the, all the time in, in the general of the game, but uh, the standard configuration that I like um, the most, I most likely is try to work with minimal, minimal uh, five, five ones like Unity, AdMob, Facebook, Uplobin, and Iron Source. Like uh, this is more standard. I think this is the basic one that, for example, for me, I remember when I was in Coronet Studios in my company, when I started with this configuration, like uh, in the games studio, uh, we, we, we made an uplift like 100% of, of revenue. It's huge uplift. And later, I think it's important to, to highlight that when you have the best uplift in ad monetization, it's really difficult to get more big uplifts you can optimize but probably your uplift will be like five percent eight percent nine percent and right now you can optimize whatever you want for example if you have traffic in russia right now for example i'm working with my target network it's like it's an other network more more small really focusing 
uh, Russia players. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice, but honestly, you can, in the overall revenue of the old game, uh, maybe it's like 2% uplift. But this is the, the idea. Other, other example is Pangle, for example. If you have a lot of users in Asia, or I don't know, I, I don't know exactly what is the best country, but Japan, I think it's a really good company, good country too. You can increase the revenue in these countries, but the mm. impact of the overall revenue, it's not super high. I think the, the biggest one uh, generates the biggest uplift and the little optimizations uh, get little uplift. Gotcha. So you want to make sure that you have like a big enough base or something where even if you get a little uptick now, it's like, oh, okay, you know, 5% yes, is some I, pretty, pretty meaningful revenue for me. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I always say with all the colleagues, like the monetization manager at work, it's really easy because the biggest uplift you can, you can get with the less knowledge. And the, and the rest of the uplift, it's like you need a lot of knowledge to get, I don't know, 10% more. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, if you were given, let's say, a new game and they wanted to increase rewarded video monetization, like what would be the steps that you would approach to figuring out what you need to do next to impact yes. their revenue? Yes, for me, we have a, we in the beginning of the of this podcast, we talked about the two different parts. What is the creative part of the administration, and the other one is the technical. I like always try to start with the technical part because it's more easy. You have you have a configuration, and we is we I always start with this part. Try to analyze what is the CPMs per country. This is super per country per format. This is the idea. Right now, we are talking about rewarded videos, and this is the idea to start working with the analysis of what is the current CPMs of this game in depends of the country. And depends of the market, if you have benchmark, because if you have a if you have experience, you have different benchmark, uh, you can identify opportunities. Uh, this is the, my, my second point. Okay, I, I identify this opportunity in this country and I try to, 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 to discover why this CPM is a little bit uh, under the, mar- the benchmark. Um, I start working on the in the biddings. Uh, I try to think in first. I try to think uh, in the networks. This is my my next step on my mind. This this for example for this country in this format in this game. I have the networks correctly. It's like oh maybe I need to add some network. For example, we talk about Russian players. If 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 Russia and Russian uh, CPM is a little below, maybe I need to to focus in more network that's it's more have traffic in Russia. Uh, this is the, the first step, okay. And if the networks are correct, everything is correct and okay, the next step is the waterfall and configuration uh, part. Try to analyze what is the what is the, what is the behavior of the waterfall, or try try to to add new instance or 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 something like that obviously we can talk about about uh, the waterfall configuration i think maybe some a little bit complex for for all the people and we can spend i don't know three hours talking about it and and the, the when everything that in the technical part in my site is like okay this is check this is check and this is check i start with the creative part 
I try to to analyze the game, try to discover more games, com more competitor games of in the general, and try to discover new strategies. For example, to add new a new video rewarded for the players. But the most important here, it's like we can we can improve the the user experience with a good design with 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 a good placement design. Uh, this is the for me the most the most important way and maybe we can increase engagement if we if we add a new placement uh you are playing an rpg and you need uh, i don't know more energy and and in this moment you can add one video rewarded in this moment for the players and in this point decrease the frustration feelings for for the players and can play a little bit more and you can increase the, the engagement this is more or less my, my mindset when I work with, with a new game and we try to optimize, first of all, the technical part, try to analyze everything and try to go step by step. And later when everything in the technical part is, is done or is checked, try to go for the creative part and for the placement design. Probably all the games you can improve. I, I think the monetization part in the, in, the, in the creative part, you can innovate always. If you have a, the best one, the, doesn't exist the best one configuration or the best one placement in a game, because probably the smart people or the pe other people can bring new ideas or new ways. Yeah. Do you um, try to look at like the player base as a whole to be like, hey, okay, so I, I know that my CPMs decline after six or seven ad views, but like 60% of my players aren't seeing any ads. So you know, how can I get all of them to just watch one? Uh, yeah, this is a, the, I, I like the, a lot of this KPI. This is the, for me, it's the engagement rate in Iron Source. Uh, it's like minimal, you need to, to watch one ad. The, the idea of this, it's try to work with really close with the player flows of player behavior, try to understand exactly what's the step of the players in the in the beginning, maybe maybe of the game, um, and if the the players are, it depends of the the kind of players. If you try to engage the players, probably you need to to analyze more deep because what's this is the different strategies of retention. But if we're talking about engage engage players that doesn't doesn't uh, uh, watch any ad, this is the a big problem in the game. Probably you need to to analyze what is the standard behavior, what is the standard flow of the app of the game, what is the different uh, part of the core loop, and try to identify the opportunity to to put a new placement. Uh, this is super, super, I love this work. I love this work and I love analyze this part. And this depends a lot of the game, of the, of the stage, of the development. Uh, depends on a lot of things, but uh, the idea of the try to minimal watch an ad, it's super, super vital and crucial, I think. Um, do you ever try to like segment players uh, in different ways to be like, hey, these players seem to be really motivated by X in the game. These players seem to be really motivated by Y. Can I design like a placement for these players and another one for these players? And they're more likely to get those particular groups of players to watch one or more ads. 
yeah one of the one of the points in this in this case if you try to identify i like more talking about the frustration moments if you try to identify what is the frustration moments of your app or different little frustration because all the games need to ha have different frustration moments and this frustration moment is mandatory for a good free-to-play design because this is the, the way that you can monetize the app or the game um this you identify good this point you can add some placement in the in the in the game or in the in the behavior uh the idea of the try to dif differentiate of different behaviors of players it's the next level of the optimization i think this is the the first one the first one you can make for overall for or overall players but if you are a really good uh manager you need to analyze what is the different behaviors that your players have in the in the app or in the game but probably if you have a, a game with different components right now the games have a lot of components like probably you you can manage one <laughs> i don't know the, the best example is forex games you know you have different yep. ways to, to progress in a lot of ways but in all the games the from the little games to the huge games have different elements and probably you need to differentiate the strategy the monetization strategy for each player in not only in ads revenue probably you need to differentiate when you design the in-app purchases strategies and everything probably it's it's yeah. completely completely necessary yeah no that makes sense yeah i guess once you go beyond doing some of those things like are there still ways that you can continue to grow your ad revenue is it you know important to think about kind of like long-term goals or motivation like i think of um what is that like adventure capitalist so when you log into adventure capitalist the yeah. first thing you get hit with is this placement that is hey watch this ad and get double the coins for you know all the next four hours and it's kind of like well, what are you trying to do? You're trying to make money in adventure capitalist. And it's almost like you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't watch this ad because it like doubles all the work that you're about to do by opening the game. So I would be surprised if that ad doesn't have like 90% engagement and you do it every time you play the game. Even if, yeah. Um, yeah, so super, super smart placement is. And and when I when I think this is the the best example, like when good designs in in placement, obviously at Pentu Capitalist, I don't remember what is the launch date of this game, but it's a super old game. And I remember I played this game when I was child in Congregate uh, web and browser. And I think uh, this 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 kind of strategies is like okay, you you get the with the you got the key and all the different games re replicate and replicate and replicate. It's like, I think if you have a monetization manager, it depends on the general, you need to have the basics of the general. For example, runner games, you always, when you die with the, with, in the runner or you, you lose the, the run, you're with, okay, you got to continue with, with a video reward or with ad. And in the case of adventure capitalists in, in idle games, this is the the main demonstration, in my opinion, that the people likes watch ads if you have a good placement, because you say like I don't know the engagement of this ad is like probably not 
super high. I don't, I don't know the number exactly, and I don't want to lie, but super, <laughs> super high, super high percentage. And I, I love idle games. I, I'm an idle games player, and always when I start with an idle game, I like that have this ad, the possibility to watch this ad, and I'm going to, to click every every day because it's super, super, super attractive for for me and for the players. And this is the example, the example of the demonstration, like that we, and I like to 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 deliver for all all the new ad monetization managers or, or people works in monetization. It's like if you try to to work and to think in different strategies for your players, your players will be happy. Yeah, um, I want to switch gears just a little bit, and I want to talk about the different types of ads. Um, so, formats. yeah, so there's a lot of different formats. You've got interstitials, rewarded video, banners, audio ads, even rewarded audio ads. I'm starting to hear about, there's probably some other ones that I'm not thinking of, you know, can you walk me through like, what is the highest revenue versus lowest revenue? And, and when does it make sense to explore some of these different formats? Uh, nice, nice question. I think uh, we do say really, really good. We have a lot of formats right now in the market. And right now it's increasing increase the new formats that's coming because new new companies uh, are trying new new alternative ways uh, the the thing the most the most important uh, it's three it's like reward the video interstitial and banner this is the mostly the the biggest one in the video games industry and probably the, and this this these three formats are support, support supported in all the mediation you can you can use the mediation, but uh, the regarding uh, the values of these ads, the the most valuable it's the video rewarded because it's uh, it's really the common sense. It's common sense because video rewarded you need to watch all the video all the video to get a, a reward, and obviously you need to to watch 30, 30 seconds thirty second video. Uh, you need to watch everything, and probably the, the advertising pay more for this for this time. You pay for the time of the user. The second one is interstitial. Interstitial, it's really uh, it's other video format and all the all the screen of the your phone. It's it's for all the screen. The you can have video format and image format. Mostly right now in the market, it's it's video. Uh, but the difference with video rewards, you can skip this ad. Like when you pass five seconds or six seconds, you can skip and you can go to, for for the game. Uh, regarding uh, regarding value of this ad, it's a little bit less that. Uh, rewarded, but honestly, you can get really good revenue with interstitials. You can, if you optimize your interstitials, interstitials are quite quite nice. And uh, different need depends of the network has different formats, like the the, the ways to skip the, the 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 ad. Maybe it's a little bit frustration for the for the player. I see some networks is like with a little X in the in the in the, in the corner, and later you need to put another time in the X and, and later you need to put all that time. Right now I think three or four clicks to, to close an interstitial. Uh, yeah. it's really it's really common in the in the different for in this format. But it's valuable. It's it's really good. And the third one is banner. I honestly I don't like in games banner, uh, but uh, maybe in in old games or depends of the kind of the game you can you can get some money, but it's not super high value. It's like super low value, and it's 
a little bit bad for your user experience. You have a, what always advertising in the middle of the of the screen or the, probably in the top of the screen. And it not in my opinion, I don't recommend use in games. In other in other ways, like for example, apps. Maybe it's interesting, or maybe in the main menu, or you can you can try to handle this. But for the gameplay, honestly, it's not necessary. I think, and you can you can live or get good revenue without ads, without banner. And other other new formats um, for games is not super common, like native uh, native ads, like you for example in AdBob, you can uh, get an ad. And you can make the exactly what is the space that in the screen uh, will be in the screen, and you can define. Okay, I need to have sixty percent of the screen or things like that. It, for example, right now in my in my current work, and we try to use this kind of things because we have some games that fits good, but it's not super super common. And other like other ways to monetize, I like to see like the audio audio ads too. It's I I didn't I don't try any any audio ads only. I only uh, heard about it. Uh, other colleagues told me about uh, this this format, but I, I I'm looking forward for 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 test it and uh, for to implement in one of the, my apps in my portfolio, because I like the idea of this, of this, of this approach in the audio ads. Yeah, that's great. I dig it a lot. Well, I, I know we're getting close to, to time here. So, you know, are, are there any other things that we haven't covered that maybe you wish you knew when you started oh. getting into the world of ad monetization? Uh, I think in my opinion, the, uh, we cover a lot of things. Honestly, you are really good moderator because you have a really really good uh, step by step in the ad in the administration but uh, like a conclusion I like to say like the, the people that start in the administration or needs to have a really uh, mindset business mindset this is super super important uh, try to be creative and try to enjoy with with not only work in office, try to enjoy to meet new people. I recommend a lot. Try to talk with different colleagues, try to different networks, try to talk in podcasts. I don't know a lot of that if you want. <laughs> uh, it's super interesting always because we we talk about that this part, this 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 uh, part is a little bit dark and mostly a lot of things it's hard hypothesis like you think like this way it's good or this test work good for me and if you always uh, stay at home or in office without any contact with the industry probably you're you are lose uh, a lot of a lot of knowledge this is my my recommendation like here we need to have share knowledge we need to open your mind and try to discover new things every day because I learn every day. I try to, for example, right now I'm working with a lot of uh, people in Pakistan, in developers in Pakistan. They know a lot about ads. And right now I'm learning new things, new ways, new strategies that in my mind, it, for me, doesn't make sense two years ago, one year ago. And this is the, the idea. Please don't uh, close your mind and try to learn every day. Well, um, the one thing that I, I will add that uh, came to me as you were kind of talking, um, I'm gonna call it ad placement accessibility. And, and what I mean by that is, 
you need to use your mind when you're coming up with an ad placement. And when I say use your mind, it's not just about being creative um, because I see a lot of what I'm going to call stupid ad placements. So it might make sense, but it doesn't make sense. Um, so as an example, let's say I'm playing Candy Crush and I decide, hey, a really great ad placement would be after the player runs out of lives, I'm going to give them the ability to get an extra heart, have another life for watching a word of video. That sounds like a great ad placement. I don't think you're going to make hardly any money on that because first off, think about your audience. Okay, players come in. How many of those players play any levels at all? Let's say maybe 70%. Of the players that play any levels of all at all, how many actually play enough games that they run out of hearts? Maybe 20% maybe of them? Yeah. And then you know, of those 20%, how many of them just use that running out of hearts as a natural stopping point as was designed, let's say another 50%. So maybe like 10% of your players even have the option or like willingness to like watch this placement here versus that, you know, adventure capitalist one, probably like a 90% placement because it's like the first thing that's in your face. Now, a much better placement would be like what I see in two dots where, um, before I play the level, I have the ability to watch your rewarded video to get like an extra booster extra to make booster. the level a little bit easier and have a chance of actually beating it, which becomes even more essential once I'm like on a streak and I'm getting like extra like power ups and I don't want to lose my streak. So I really want to watch that ad to make sure that I don't lose that level, even though I might not need it. I don't want to risk losing my streak. Then you've got, okay. How many people play a level? 70%, a much higher likelihood of those that are going to want to watch that placement there. So you've got to like use your brain and have your common sense in your placement design, not just like creatively, does this make sense? Yes, uh, you are super, super right. You, this, this point of the people like uh, in, in games, this, this kind of dopamine elements in, in you <laughs> see, for example, like boosters, things like that. It's really cool places that you can put a placement because the people like, in, for example, I like the games. I don't remember what, but I like the game that you do watch an ad and you unlock a new mechanic or new and maybe not mechanic, but a twist of the mechanic, and you can get something different in gameplays or something like that, because this is the the real attractiveness of the of the ads and get I don't know boosters, mechanics, things like that. It's super super cool placement, super cool and interesting moments that the players likes and probably will be will be happy with with watching with watching advertising. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Well, we're, we're pretty much out of time here. So I've only got one last question for you because it is the Master Retention Podcast. And that is, you know, what's one tip or trick or lesson you've learned over the years to uh, increase your player retention? Like, how do you keep your players playing for longer? Oof. Uh, this is super, super, super uh, complex question because I think the, the engagement of the players is the, right now is the key in the market. Uh, the retention is the most the best way to increase the LTP of the games and the LTP of the games is, is the key of the CPA. If you have good CP, LTP, you can get uh, profitability. Okay, what is the way for, for get more engagement? I like a lot right now, 
and, and I study a lot about this, the narrative element in games and try to, and this approach in, for example, obviously we have a really good example like Playrix or things like that, but I like what is the market movement in the, for example, in the merch, in the merch general, a lot of the, like, for example, merch mansion, things like that, like the uh, narrative elements include in different mechanics. And I think right now, if you have a good target, like uh, if you if analyze your target, you can increase your retention through different uh, narrative elements. And I think the uh, narrative is not only for, for the target audience, like uh, Playrix audience. I think you can, you can try to get this narrative element for all the different kind of players, because it's a super, super, it's a really old, a really old element in video games industry in general. You know, all the games uh, try to to put histories to put feelings, and if you try to your players get these feelings in your game, and right now the mobile games are super complex experience. It's not a little game that you play for two days or things like that. Right yeah. now, the games in, in mobile games you play for years. And right now I like to to, to highlight the narrative element for, for increased retention uh, in this moment of the market, I like to say. Yeah, no, that's great. Cool. Well, Diego, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope I can maybe have you back on again sometime, but uh, it's been a real yes. pleasure. Hope you have a great yeah. one. Yeah, thank you so much for, for inviting me. I'm really happy.